Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. This week on Jordan and Jake. If you watch that game close, one team wanted to be there, and I'm going to be very honest and critical, and to me it didn't seem like another team wanted to be there. If you're regarded as the best at your position for multiple years in a row, you got to be a Hall of Fame candidate. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. Happy Thanksgiving week, Jake DeLome. It is. Well, same, same to yeah. Jordan Gross. It seems weird that it's already Thanksgiving. Maybe that's just me. But, I mean, obviously the, the, the duration of the season has passed, the football season. But it's just, it's, it's odd that we're in Thanksgiving, but I'm excited about it. So we're recording this, actually, and I think it's going to be released today, the 24th, Tuesday. Uh, because, it, you know, we've got to give producer Matt time off. He's our, you know, our top shelf producer, good friend of ours. But Jake, you heard it and so did I. He said, and I quote, we can just get this over with and then move on. Jake, did you hear him say that before the show? You know, Jordan, whenever you (laughs) get to Thanksgiving in the National Football League, it's just the beginning. This is the final push. Exactly. I mean, this is this is when you rise up your game, and I'm not so sure Matt can handle this because we're gonna. I've never interrupted in all the episodes (laughs) ever. Yes, but I must. But I must. I must say, I gotta defend myself. I didn't say we could get it over with. I said it would be nice to get it over with so that we can hang out with our families on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I I didn't. I didn't hear that part. I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen, but I just had to defend myself. We I got him on, Jake. We, he's our yeah. first guest. It's Matt, amazing. you're our first guest ever on the show. You could just rile somebody up so easily. Oh. It's a, it's unbelievable. Such a Obviously, rookie Obviously, we don't like the guy, and he doesn't do a good job because we feel like we could throw a little bit on him. But, no, uh, it's nice to get it in. It is, I will say this, which, uh, it's nice to get it in early. I have some plans to announce, Jake. So you tell me if this passes – COVID protocol for a, a Thanksgiving plan, okay? Yes, sir. My family, my pod, family of five, we're driving in my car to a house rental out of town to spend Thanksgiving by ourselves. Is that an okay? We decided that's an okay method of travel for the holidays. What do you think? If you call it off, you tell me call it off. I'm calling it off right now, Jake. No, I'm not telling you to call, call it off. I think that's very smart. Um, by you guys, and I think you're going to have a wonderful time because it's okay. truly going to be a, a, a family type of atmosphere. You Good, because it's non-refundable at this point, Jake, so I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> We've been see it's been like nonstop Thanksgiving due to COVID, right? Like for us, lots of family and lots of cooking for well, I months think, and months I, on end. I think many people are feeling that way, and we're, we're doing the similar thing. We're, my mom and dad, who we see all the time, um, they're going to come over and it's going to be my family. Uh, and that's about it. Um, so we're going to follow protocol and, and just kind of enjoy uh, our time. You know what I miss about one thing I miss about playing was it sounds weird, but Thanksgiving day practice, Jake, I never played on Thanksgiving. I called a game. Panthers played at Dallas one Thanksgiving and that was a big win. 
Luke Keekley intercepted Tony Romo and stiff armed yes. him in the face in, in the end in zone. In the face. So, it's exactly in the face. Right. That's in all blue uniforms, uh, the yep. streak of Keekley running down yep. the field and stiff stiff armed him in the face. I never in the that. end zone unnecessarily, which was awesome. But <laughs> that's beside the point. Thanksgiving Day practice I always enjoyed because it was just like a special day. We cut it shorter. And then, you know what I'm about to say next, our training staff, yeah. Ryan Vermillion, Mark Shermansky, Reggie Scott, those guys would have turkey waiting for us in the training room, and it was just a festive time. And just go and think about how disgustingly dirty we all were coming off the field, and we're like yep. vultures just reaching in and grabbing some of the food that they were slicing up. They put the little chef's hat on, and that was so awesome. And then we'd go home, and we were actually home at like two o'clock or something. It was like nice. That. Zero hand washing, zero social distancing. It seems like a lifetime ago. There's no doubt. Gosh, I can't wait till we can get back to that. Are you the kind of guy that puts up his Christmas lights in the tree before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend, later? What's the standard it's always, there at the Longhouse? Al always Thanksgiving weekend. Sometimes it will be the afternoon of Thanksgiving, five, six yep. o'clock, or or it will be on Black Friday. There's a place about 10 minutes from here where they come. And Jordan, they come from the mountains of North Carolina. This is where, mm. and they come and every year. We go there to get our little piece of the Carolinas to have in our house. What? Is, who? What is this? What? Who is it? What do you I mean? They I, come I, from the Carol. That, that, that's where the trees come from. Th those guys. Oh, they the have trees. A, okay. Yeah, the trees. I just they thought you meant Carolina. like some vagrant people showed up no, from the hills no, of no, North no. Carolina with no. moonshine. I thought you were going to say moonshine. No, that they come been. and uh, me and the guys. It's the the the. I can't remember his name. The the older man who's the um the owner and then his son and and things like that and we always talk to, <laughs> we always talk panthers we talk panther football and things like that i love it i think it's awesome okay well yeah i normally do ours the same that weekend but i already got it we already set it up because we're going to be out of town so when we come back boom christmas already ready to roll i want to talk about the sam mills hall of fame semifinalist next i know we need to talk about the lions game and looking ahead at the vikings but I feel like this was big news. Did you see this this afternoon? It came out. Sam Mills is in the final 25 for the class of 2021 for the Hall of Fame. So, yes, sir. Uh, I did see that. Yep. Very excited. Last, and I know year, last year, he was in the yep, top yeah. 15. Well, correct. He's got to be moving in the right direction, Jake. And I, anytime I get the opportunity to say anything nice about Sam Mills, I'm going to do that. So this is an opportunity. Great man. Anyone that's ever met him knows that the stories about him don't even live up to the quality of individual he was. So I'm starting a, a campaign on this podcast right now, Jake. Let's get him inducted this year. Top 15, top 10, and we're in. What do you think? I think that's great. Um, echoing the same words that you said, um, you know, Sam, people remember him uh, from but my first memories of him were the field mouse for the New Orleans Saints. Um, you know, and just watching him, just kind of that linebacking crew that they had with Ricky Jackson, Vaughn Johnson, Pat Swilling, and Sam Mills. They were called the Dome Patrol, and I had a poster, and it was a picture of all four of those linebackers in, like, full, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger-type gear with the glasses, and it was at night, and the domes lit up behind them, and it was Dome Patrol, and they were led by 
none other than Sam Mills. So I have a deep uh, affection for Sam Mills and then certainly was able to meet him uh, when he was an assistant coach at Carolina uh, and get to know Sam Mills the third very well through all the years he was in Carolina. So definitely, definitely excited to see his name there again and hopefully he can get through. He's not the only Panther, you know, Jared Allen. Jared One year I didn't play with Jared. Yeah, I, I didn't play with Jared. You did. Or you were around. I didn't him. play I with him. I was right. around. He was the first guy to wear the number 69 after I got done. And it was like, well, shoot, of course you should wear it. You know, he's he's well known in the uh the same jersey number, but was great getting to hang with him a little bit then. Had some awesome battles against him, both when he was with the Chiefs and then with the Vikings, who the Panthers are facing this week. But He's one of the. He was one of those guys, Jake, that just he didn't have like the. You'd see him. You'd go. You'd walk out on the field to block guys. You know that, like especially guys you had I'd never seen in person before. You just watched them on film. And some guys, I remember walking out to play against Kevin Carter the first time I ever played against him, and he was. I mean, I was a little bit scared. That guy was so big <laughs> and muscular and intimidating looking. Jared Allen was none of those things. Tall guy kind of lanky maybe is how I would describe his body and he had a bad o-lineman number you know and like just not intimidating looking but man what a motor and a technician just an outstanding football player and the number of sacks he was able to rack up Jake pretty pretty darn cool so definitely rooting for him I just wanted to speak about that a little bit but Jake a week ago got, well, not even not okay quite a week let's, ago. let's oh, go ahead let's talk about the hall of fame so I'm looking at the list yeah okay so listen the the Peyton Manning, Charles Woodson. I, I think that's those are the first timers. I think along with maybe Calvin Johnson, I believe they're the and but, Jared Allen and Jared. Yeah, but okay, so Peyton and 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 Charles. That seems like to me two locks. Here's a question I have for you: Tony Baselli only played what seven seasons? Seven I guess you years. could say six six in Jacksonville and then the one or whatever. Now you want to talk about the most dominant offensive lineman most likely in the game in that period and then he had the shoulder injuries so what do you can think there's a time frame somebody has to play to be able to go into the hall of fame because man it's a that's so hard like you'd like to see longevity um and sustained excellence but and he just unfortunately he had this injury but this guy was the top of his game i just don't know if there's a uh, how do you judge it what's the criteria on the length and, and, and well, you factor in any type of injury. It's going to be the same thing for Luke. You know, Luke played eight years, right? So I just, a yeah, quote unquote, I, I, I shorter it. season. Here's the thing. Okay. Tony Baselli. I've heard interviews about him or shows about him or talked to guys around the league and, and D linemen were fully afraid of him, right? Like he was so big, strong, technical, aggressive, nasty, that guys didn't want to rush the passer against him. And he would just make them pay, Jake. And I think if you've got – if you're regarded as the best at your position for multiple years in a row, you got to be a Hall of Fame candidate, especially – if or say you retire for whatever reason, injury, personal preference, whatever it is. If you're that big of a standout player, you got to get in. And Tony, like, I mean, I would just dream of being able to play the way that he did and, and dominate people as much as he did. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm a huge advocate of him 
getting in, Jay, because of the impact he had on so many players still that play that position. Yeah, and I agree. And so I'm just loving up on some offensive linemen. And that's going to lead, that. me, lead me into I want to love up on a certain offensive lineman for the Carolina Panthers from last week. And mm-hmm. it's Dennis Daly. Yep. Did you watch him recover the fumble in the first half? He did. Cradle that ball back. In, you know, we were backed up. We had the fumble. And to see him recovered, I thought that was a huge point in the football game. Well, Jake – I'm not sure how it's being done this year because we haven't been able to go watch any practices. However, John Matsko, who coached Dennis Daly last year, right? He right. made the O-lineman, because he was my same coach for my final three years, we'd practice recovering fumbles in that exact manner, Jake. And I thought it was the dumbest thing I'd ever seen when I was in my ninth <laughs> season and we were practicing recovering fumbles. And then I hit rewind in my own brain, and I think of how many times old linemen have fallen on fumbles, landed on it like it's a grenade just to have it squirt off (laughs) and be recovered by somebody else. And I thought, this guy's a genius. And case in point, Jake, right there. And guess what I I, make my old line high school guys do? You make them do that. Practice recovering (laughs) fumbles. And this year it happened in a game, and they're like, Coach Gross, it's just like you said. I was like, John Matsko right there. <laughs> so Dennis, I, maybe they're still doing it there, which it would be awesome if they were, but it was excellent, Jake. Excellent. Yeah, I just loved it. You know, and and you know what else I loved? If you watch that game close, one team wanted to be there, and I'm going to be very honest and critical, and to me it didn't seem like another team wanted to be there. And I'm glad we were the team that wanted to show up. We flew around with multiple looks, brand-new quarterback, receivers making plays. we got D.J. Moore involved super early, which I think is so critical for this team. But, gosh, we, we just wanted to be there. We just wanted to make a play. Brian, Brian Burns making a sack. Uh, uh, Gross Matos right after coming through a guy. You know, just the, the effort, the energy. I thought um, um, Shaq played well. I think Burris, same thing. Burris coming back is, is, is very big for us. I just – I don't know. I just felt like we just had the more one-two in that game well they've been saying all year the guys on the team have been saying that we'll fight you right or they have a fight mentality or they're they're that's never been a question from me or you or anybody else jake and when you're three and seven if you're on a team of guys that are worried about today and themselves you're starting to get a heavy dose of the shut it down right you got might have guys that might be a little more injured they might act like they're a little more injured or they're maybe the edge is starting to get worn down a little bit as you're looking into the final quarter of the season but you're exactly right jake the the panthers were so impressive the speed at which they were playing um it was cool to see success from pj because teddy i know was down from the story goes uh matt rule said it was the toughest decision he has had to make about being active or not a player because bridgewater was cleared and wanted to play so it sounds like and even watching it on tv leading up to it there was a last minute decision and then to have pj come in and just back up coach rules decision to rest teddy was awesome and see your whenever your backup can come in and do well it gives you so much more confidence about where your program's at so i i agree jake defensively too i mean five sacks 11 qb hits and allowed 40 yards on the ground net i mean just a fun sunday to watch i'm not last week i said i had my hand in my head right my head in my hands that's not happening, Jake. My eyes are up this week. So thank you, Carolina Panthers. 
Absolutely. And and defensively, you know, to shut out somebody is so difficult. But it, I'm almost positive we had five rookies playing out on that field on Sunday. I mean, that's 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 a credit to the coaching staff and these players because uh, to do that in the National Football League is a it's a great accomplishment. And um, you know, just watching, we we have the Curtis Samuel. I don't think I can say anymore what he's the transformation I've found he's made from last year to this year. DJ Moore getting involved early on. Robbie Anderson week in and week out. He made a, a spectacular catch in this game. I found, um, but I just thought. The offensive line, so there's a couple of red zone picks, unfortunately, that P.J. had, and that happens because it's so fast and it's so condensed. But the second pick, there was a miscommunication. It was a two-man route, and he thought D.J. was going to go to the corner of the end zone, and he was throwing it in that direction, and it, unfortunately, it got picked. Well, if you watched all the offensive linemen after that, P.J. is so despondent on the field. They all grab him and kind of give him a head bunt like, hey, we got you. Don't worry about it. And I just think that was that, that was a, a great sight to see. You can kind of see maybe the respect they have for him because this whole situation, I don't know this guy. I don't know what he's like. I don't know his body language. I don't know. And, and, and that's what you don't get to see this year. Uh, but obviously there's a respect factor that this football team has for him, and they responded to him, which I thought was great. Well, the overall vibe all year long has been one that these guys are buying in, have bought into what Coach Rule's doing. Uh, if you want to heap praise, Panther fans, on some of these guys, the Pro Bowl voting's open, Jake. I know you know that. Who do you think is deserving of Pro Bowl uh, attention this year, Jake, based on what you're seeing? Oh, Jordan, that's a good question. Let's see. So I think Brian Burns is on the cusp of getting yep. there. I'm not so sure if it happens this year. I think sometimes it just takes. And listen, uh, unfortunately in Carolina, we're not the, the New Yorks or the Dallas or the Pittsburghs of the world where um, you get somebody just halfway decent. They're automatically in the Pro Bowl just due to the, uh, the sheer publicity that some of those teams get. But I think Burns is close. He, he's on the verge of getting there. And offensively, um, you know, I, I think our receivers really and truly take away from each other. I, I just I, – I, I think they kind of – because Curtis is having a fantastic season, but then D.J. Moore has shown some, some flashes what we think he can be, and Robbie Anderson has really kind of done some great things for us. Uh, a little quiet the last week or two, uh, but I think quiet in a good way last week. He made the plays – uh, that he was supposed to make. So I think this year, if there's going to be anybody, Brian Burns is going to be the one. How about you? Yeah, DJ last year, I think, missed out on possibly getting in. So like you said, though, the receivers get spread so much. And and the Pro Bowl this year, I mean, everybody would still want to get voted in, but now it's going to be a virtual Pro Bowl experience within Madden 21. So it'll be interesting to see. It's in Vegas next year, though. That would be Wow, that is a place for a pro, <laughs> pro Bowl to happen. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Probably, probably, probably DJ, you know. I mean, like Jeremy Chen's got a lot of attention this year as well. But like you said, Jake, it takes – it's kind of the year after your big year. Christian, you know, he was all pro. Is this right? He was all pro but not Pro Bowl two years ago. So, um, yeah, it takes a little while. But we'll, we'll see. There's still a lot of football to be left, and the Panthers have got to be looking forward to the bye week finally after this – Game coming up at the Minnesota, Jake. Pretty late by, but four and seven. The Panthers are four and seven going to play the Vikings at four and six. So a winnable game. Definitely some weapons uh, on the Vikings offense, though. Adam Thielen's on the COVID list, so we'll see what happens there. But 
I got to come clean, Jay, because Dalvin Cook's my running back in fantasy football, and I'm in first place in my league. So you know what I'm thinking, Jake. We've talked about this before. I thought yeah. we discussed this, Jordan. I thought we don't play <laughs> him when it comes to the Panthers because, I know, Jordan, but... I hate to tell you, <laughs> if this is breaking news. This guy's good. <laughs> this he is guy's good. really good. Oh my god, he is good. So good. But like, okay, but th- talk me through this, Jake. So I'm obviously rooting for my team. Okay, is but if he playoffs? is going to score, are you into the playoffs yet? No, we're not in playoffs yet. But you know, it's oh, he said I usually do he side sits. bets with my buddies and stuff on the side, or my not, it's a couples league. He yeah, said, so but what if he you, score? You, if he scores, you know, and he, I might as well get something out of it. Come on, Jake. <laughs> Okay, but are you how is Dana your wife? Are you beating her in this league by how many games? Oh yeah, uh, she's pretty good though. She's like in fourth, and I'm in first. I'm I'm a I'm a. Well, I just lost last night by one point, so I'm uh, I'm probably two games ahead of her. Okay, all right. Oh, oh, you know what, Jake? Jordan. I'm not gonna do it. No, I'm not gonna do it. It's the right thing to do. I'm I'm gonna sit him. All right, so. I'm putting all my eggs in the Panthers' defense riding high again this week. And, Jake, when they shut him down, I am going to be singing a song of rejoice about the smart decision and the good performance, okay? I'm taking him out. I'm going to do it right after we, right after we end up recording, and I'm not looking back. Who's, who's your other running backs? Let's just talk about that real quick. Brown. I got Brown from the Rams, he, okay. but he's a backup. I got Chris Carson, so I hope he comes back because that would make me feel a lot better. He'll – Okay. Um, uh, okay. You, the, just the two, the two you just gave me. Yeah, that'd be a hard decision, Jordan. I, I'm no. not gonna lie. If I was in your situation, maybe you just don't tell anybody and you just play them. All right. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I promise to you and our listening audience, I will not lie. But maybe you just don't ask me. <laughs> Actually, okay. All right. What? What? That I sounds did. good. Okay. That sounds good. No questions asked. Uh, you got it. Okay. Give me a rundown. We're getting long here because we're having too much fun. Talk about the Vikings. Everybody, there's a lot of people that love to throw, you know, shade on their quarterback, but I'm a fan. Kirk Cousins, I like him. Obviously, we just talked about Dalvin Cook. McCaffrey's looking like he's not going to play. Give me your your rundown, Jake. This week in Minnesota, listen, we've got to stop Dalvin. There's no doubt. Kirk Cousins, he's shown flashes. He started out the season a little slow, really playing better right now. If Thielen is going to be on the COVID list and not being able to play, that's a huge feather in our cap. The Jefferson kid from LSU is dynamic as a, a rookie wide receiver. So, um, but we really have to get after their secondary, in my opinion. I, I truly believe there's some spots in that secondary we can attack because uh, they've been beat up a good bit this year. I don't think their rush is not what it has been the last couple of years. So that can help us. And I'm going to go back saying, I know Curtis has been our third down guy. Robbie has been a big play guy. I truly believe DJ Moore gets involved early in this football game. That that just enables so many other things for our football team. You go back to the 52-yard catch last week. Um, that's Jeff Akuda, I think the third overall pick from Ohio State, who supposedly can run. And DJ just beat him off the line and, like, ran away from him and just effortless. I just – I think we have weapons uh, receiver-wise and – we can do some things through the air against them. That's my that's my thought process. Well, we'll go with that. I don't got anything better to add, Jake. It sounds like a good game-winning plan, and the Panthers are going to shut down Dalvin Cook, so that makes my decision in fantasy football <laughs> easier. So <laughs> we'll go with that. Jake, I hope you have the best Thanksgiving 
of all time with your family. You very much deserve it. I'm looking forward to it as well. And everybody listening, just give your family a big hug. And there's been a heck of a year thus far in 2020, but um, there's got to be something to be thankful for. So I know my list is quite long, Jake, but uh, that's all we got. By week next week. So we got to think of some things to talk about, Jake. So uh, start your list now. Uh, it's been the Jordan and Jake podcast powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. All right, Jake. Happy Thanksgiving, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Take care. Jordan and Jake powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way.